welcome back to the Stories of Freedom podcast. Uh, I'm Chris Weddington, and uh, Kayla's here with us again. Hey, guys. <laughs> and then we have a guest, uh, James Sprawl from the church. Hi, everyone. How are you? So um, we uh, we went ahead and got it going this week, which is good, because yeah. that's what I was hoping for, that we could get this every other week. So this is uh, hopefully the start of them being a little bit more consistent. So, mm-hmm. but, uh, so James... Um, how long have you been going to the church for? Uh, about a year and a half now. Okay. So about a year and a half you've been coming here. And uh, um, what, what kind of, I guess when you started coming to the church, what kept you coming back? Like what, what about this church uh, made you had, come we back? We visited a few other churches in the neighborhood, mm-hmm. in the area. Mm-hmm. And uh, actually VCF was the only one that loved on us the second we walked in the door. Mm-hmm. You know, so we... we we felt really at home about that, mm-hmm. so that's why that's why we continue to come back here. Yeah, it's great fellowship, great people that mm-hmm. come to this church. It's just it's a pleasure and an honor mm-hmm. to be able to attend here. Mm-hmm. So, cool. All right. Well, um, yeah, I, I met James. I met you. Well, I met you here, but I, I really got to know you a little bit more at the men's encounter yep. in September that's when right. cool. when we went. Yep. And uh, and I didn't know your testimony or or your story until you you sent it to me this week, mm-hmm. but um, I knew it was good because you you know you you'd hinted a little bit at it before, <laughs> and then you shared it at this year or this uh, this men's encounter I right did, yeah. this last couple weeks yep. about two weeks about ago two weeks ago yeah and uh, I wasn't able to go so um, but uh, cool well I'm excited to yeah, me too. to hear it and um, and to share it with everybody and. And we'll just go from there. So right. you can go ahead and get started whenever you want. All right. Well, uh, it's it all it's gonna it's gonna start in high school. Uh, back when I was in high school, I believe it or not, through all the drinking and driving and uh, drug use and everything like that, I still maintained a A minus average in high school. Oh, wow. Uh, which I still find shocking at the, to this <laughs> point. Um, I was doing some pretty terrible things. I graduated high school and met my first wife at the age of 20. We got married when I was 21, and in order to better our lives, I decided to go join the Navy. Mm. Um, That was a very proud moment in my life. I spent 10 and a half years in the Navy. Oh, wow. Thank you for your service. No problem. Mm. I I would do it again in a heartbeat Mm. if if was able to. Um, I found God while I was in the Navy, actually, and... uh, Mm. I what I what I didn't know was there was a walk to, with God that you had to do, and you know once you were saved you you needed to give to the church body and you needed to give back to the Lord and I never never was told that all I was told is hey you're saved now the Lord's with you go have a nice day mm-hmm. you know nobody told me there was a walk uh, so. While I was in the Navy, me and my wife tried to have kids. Um, first year, nothing. Second year, nothing. Third year, nothing. On to the fourth year, still, not, still nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, and I was being deployed overseas and uh, on deployment on my ship that I was on. I was on board the USS Nimitz for a good four years. Um, so as we come back, we keep trying to have kids. Well, well into the fifth year, we still hadn't ha- had. She still hadn't gotten pregnant. Mm-hmm. And we'd gone through all the tests and everything. Neither one of us were unable. Right. You know, not, not, nothing was wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It just wasn't happening. And uh, I was gone. I, I got deployed again. And this time she just couldn't handle the separation. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I got back, her mom said she was coming to visit. I was like, okay, great. You know, no problem. Mm-hmm. 
And next thing you know, we're at a restaurant the next night, and she's announcing to me in a public place that she's going to be leaving me the following morning, Mm -hmm. and they're going to be driving back to Ohio, and that'll be the end of our marriage. And I just went, what? I was just totally, literally blown out of the water. I'm kidding. And uh, uh, there was a time when I was just, I mean, it made me feel so bitter, Mm -hmm. so angry, so mad that that happened so there was a time that I was that alcohol sufficed that for me at one point Mm -hmm. so I went back to drinking again after the divorce and uh, my superiors in the Navy said hey you're going through some really bad mental things right now maybe you should go see a counselor Mm -hmm. so I took them up on their offer I went to go see one of the Navy counselors just so happens at at the time she told me she was a single female so we started dating Mm -hmm. Not a good thing. Uh, because months later, I found out that she was actually married and her husband was deployed overseas. Oh, wow. wow. So uh, having broken up with the counselor, my ex-wife called me up and said, hey, I'm going to be out there. Can we go out to dinner or something? I said, sure. Mm-hmm. I was still holding some very bitter, bitter thoughts to her. Yeah. You know, uh, I, at the time, I didn't know how to forgive or that mm-hmm. I should or needed right. to forgive. Yeah. So... Um, it was a good visit. She went back to Ohio and called me about a month later and told me she was pregnant wow. with our child. And I was like, are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. You know. And she goes, no, I'm not kidding you. I'll send it to you. And so she sent me the proof from the doctor's office that, yes, she was pregnant. And I went, okay, great. So we, we talked about it, and I was basically didn't want a thing to do with her. Mm-hmm. So I actually demanded that she get a, an abortion. And without much to do about it all, she agreed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so we murdered our first child after, now I think about earlier in my testimony where yeah. I said for five years we were trying to have kids. This is the same woman I was trying to have a child with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'll just let that sink into you for a minute. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, that's, I'm, uh, now that I'm a Christian, I know that I was a murderer then. You know, I mean, it takes two to tango. So it's not just the woman's decision. It was my decision as well. Plus, I was a little bit angry towards her and said, no, you are going to do this. Yeah. You know, and I was in I was in California. She was in Ohio. So it's not like I physically beat her to the doctor's office and told them, yeah, you're going to have to perform this operation. She agreed to it. So we both murdered our first child, basically. Yeah. Um, so I turned to a lot of drug use and a lot of alcohol use I mean I was an absolute wreck at that time Mm -hmm. Uh, I wasn't we had finalized our divorce and in California it took a good six months to do that you know it's not like here in Nevada where it's snap of a finger and Mm -hmm. you're divorced uh uh I started a computer business when I was in the Navy over at NES Lemoore, California. I found out I was the only computer guy from uh, Sacramento, California, all the way down to Bakersfield, California, and I was getting just jobs, yeah. lots of contracts. Mm-hmm. I was making tens of thousands of dollars a month. Wow. And 90% of it was being blown on alcohol, drugs, loose women, and cocaine. Mm-hmm. And that's a lot of cocaine, Yeah, mm-hmm. let me tell you. Um, 
I, it got to the point where all that was much more important than my business. So the people that were running my business were doing the best they could, but without a proper leader, what's right. going to happen? Right. Yeah, It's going to fail. And that's exactly what it did. It started to fail. I, uh, and it was all my fault that it was failing because I wasn't spending money on the business like I should. I wasn't paying its bills and things like that. Mm-hmm. I was just blowing all this money on, on stupid things, drugs and alcohol. And eventually I had to close the door. So I had to let three people go that were trying to do well for their family Mm -hmm. and force them to go find other jobs and unemployment and all that fun stuff that wasn't very fun at all for them. Um, I I then started lying to people and telling them, oh, the economy killed my business. The economy killed my Mm -hmm. business. You know, which was an absolute lie. I mean, it was me who killed my business. I knew it was me who killed my business. Yeah. But I didn't want to take responsibility about it. And uh, I was, you know, turned into a raging alcoholic for years. I had abusive language. I was lying to family, friends, and anybody else just to get what I wanted. You know, nothing else mattered. It was just mm-hmm. what I wanted. Mm-hmm. I was what you can call the most selfish individual you've ever known in your life. You know, if it wasn't to benefit me, I didn't care. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, so one day my mother called me up and said, what are you doing? I said, uh, I'm out looking for a job. And I was out looking for a job. She goes, well, I need you to move up to Nevada to help your grandmother. She's in an ailing shape right now and she needs help. And since you're the only one available, can you do this? I went, I thought to myself, Nevada, gambling, booze, women, mm-hmm. fantastic. <laughs> So I went and moved to Nevada. It was real easy for me at the time because I didn't have a job to hold me down or anything right. like that. So I yeah. packed up my stuff and moved moved up to Nevada where my grandmother was needing help. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, so after I took care of my grandmother's needs for the and partied, mm-hmm. you know, um, I finally got a job with the state of Nevada. And during that time with the state of Nevada, I hooked up with this one girl who had a son. We had a son together. Mm. Um, the uh, thing that happened the first time was not going to happen a second time. Mm-hmm. I, because that was, I knew that's what was killing me on the inside. I just didn't know how to let it go then. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was a computer programmer for the state of Nevada in the library and archives building for about eight years. And I was drinking and using drugs all, those ti- all that time. I started, uh, I met this other girl who turned out to be the woman, or yeah, the woman that God had chosen for me. Um, She also worked in the administrative department in the the library. She worked upstairs and I worked downstairs in the basement. Mm -hmm. And we started dating. Uh, My son's mom wouldn't have anything to do with me. I was too much of an alcoholic, a drug user, and a very angry man at the time. So Mm -hmm. we broke up. I started dating this other girl years later uh, who worked at the library. And uh, about a year and a half after we were dating, uh, we got married. And that was a very joyful day for me. Well, she worked because she was already a saved Christian. And Mm -hmm. I didn't know, I I knew I was saved. I knew I had accepted the Lord into my heart. Mm -hmm. But I had no clue what was in store for me. Mm -hmm. Uh, We came to the church here for the first time and... uh, you know, it was nice. Worship was good, mm-hmm. and the sermon was great, and everything like that. But I was still a very angry, upset individual. Mm-hmm. And then my wife and my brothers 
my newly found brothers and sisters in Christ started teaching me the way of the walk and mm-hmm. the fellowshipping and, and how we're supposed to lean on each other and iron sharpens iron. Mm-hmm. And uh, I found out that all that time, I thought I was doing it right and I was absolutely doing it the worst possible way you could. Mm-hmm. And that was by myself mm-hmm. with no God in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, so I learned from the Lord that I needed to get rid of the booze and the alcohol mm-hmm. and the drugs did that uh, my wife helped me through that and she, what a I, I mean that was great to have her there mm-hmm. it was great moral support but the real power came from God mm-hmm. uh, the second thing is he showed me a lot of things that I had done to myself and things I had done to other people that I had to let go of because these turned out to be bonds, chains. Mm-hmm. I mean, my heart was wrapped with chains that, you know, it couldn't, it didn't know how to love anymore. Mm-hmm. So I started letting go of the things that were bothering me. I first tried to forgive those people who hurt me first, mm-hmm. but I just couldn't do it. And, you know, um, uh, there was people who owed me money, people who lied to me, people who told me one thing and did another. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was all kinds of treachery right. you know, that I was holding a grudge against and I just couldn't let it all go. Mm-hmm. And then the Holy Spirit told me, well, that's because you're doing that wrong too. Mm-hmm. Okay? You, need to let, you need to forgive yourself first. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So for a good six months, I learned how to forgive myself. Mm-hmm. And once that actually sunk in, my my heart felt free mm-hmm. enough to where I could now call some of these people on the phone right. and tell them I forgive them for the things that they did for me, mm-hmm. to wow, me. Right. You know? Yeah. And I gained forgiveness from these people. Mm-hmm. And for those people that I couldn't get a hold of on the phone anymore or couldn't find on Facebook or mm-hmm. after a thorough search, I turned and gave it to God. Mm-hmm. And Jesus forgave me for those things mm-hmm. that those people had did for me. So I got freedom either way. Right. Mm-hmm. And we all know that non-forgiveness is like taking a poison pill and praying to mm-hmm. God the other person dies. Yeah. yeah. You know, it just doesn't work that mm-hmm. way. Unless you forgive yourself. You cannot forgive anybody else mm-hmm. first. Yeah. You have to be good with you and good with God. Then once that occurs, you could forgive. You could start to forgive other people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I had this vision about uh, this room full of books on the floor, and the room was divided into two. Some of the books were open. Some of the books were closed. Some were pretty thick. Some were pretty thin. I found out that these books were people that I needed to forgive or people wow. that had done me harm that I needed to forgive. So it's an ongoing thing from your entire life. You know, you need to forgive your parents. You need to forgive your brothers mm-hmm. and sisters, your best friend down the street who did you wrong, but you don't even know he did you wrong. Yeah. You know, it's it's all about forgiveness. So I became free. I'm a free man now. Mm-hmm. I have no... Praise Jesus. Yeah. I have no boundaries at all. I mean... I volunteer at the church now on just about anything that yeah. comes up, mm-hmm. you know, and because I love doing it, the fellowship is just could have ever asked mm-hmm. for. Yeah. You know, God has provided for me now for everything in my life. Uh, my son lives with us now. He goes to school here in the local area. Even though his mom has full and total custody mm-hmm. of him, he's chosen to live with me. Wow. That's got to be beautiful. because of God. That's powerful. Yeah. yeah, that's because of God. Wow. So learn how to forgive yourself first. Mm-hmm. Then then you will find it so much easier 
to be able to forgive others that have mm-hmm. done you wrong or that you've done wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, and forgiving yourself is all about what you've done wrong to other people because that affects you. Mm-hmm. And the, your actions and the things you've done are all about forgiveness. Mm-hmm. So don't carry the pain and guilt with you. Release it. Mm-hmm. Uh, become free. Mm-hmm. Find the freedom that God is just trying to hand you right now. Mm-hmm. You know, it's there. All you got to do is pick it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He tells you exactly how to go about doing it. Mm-hmm. And if you got a good fellowship like here at VCF does, it's 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 our the battle's won. It's oh, yeah. over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. So. Mm-hmm. so. Anyway, that's about what I got, mm-hmm. you guys. Thank you very much. Yeah, I, I got a question for you. So, um, you know, you talked about how important it was for you to learn to forgive yourself before you can free of others. What is it that? Because um, I know there's a lot of people that are listening to this that probably have um, a background where they were doing stuff to other people that hurt them and they had to, they're trying to come to the same, you know, trying to do the same thing, forgive mm-hmm. themselves for what they've done to other people. How did you learn to forgive yourself? I'm like, what did you, what, what helped you? I, looking, looking into yourself. Mm-hmm. Okay. So here's a scenario. I used to be into software piracy when I was a younger man, right mm-hmm. before I got into the Navy. See, I was a computer geek from yeah. <laughs> since I was knee-high to a grasshopper. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad introduced me to electronics and computers because mm-hmm. that's what he did. Uh-huh. So I got hooked into this one group of individuals that pirated software. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And I was going around selling pirated software. I mean, it looked legitimate. It right. felt legitimate. It even your computer even thought it was legitimate, but it was absolutely counterfeit. Oh wow! Okay, mm-hmm. and uh, it's those kind of things that you do that you look back and say, "Wow, that was absolutely wrong," and, and pursue those people that you did that to. Literally, uh-huh. go out and look for them, uh-huh. and try and gain their forgiveness. You may have to pay some money back. You may have to mm-hmm. make yeah. reparations mm-hmm. for it. Yeah. Okay. But it is worth the freedom that your heart will feel. Mm-hmm. Because right now, if you're, st- if you're holding forgiveness against somebody, your heart's in chains. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's not beating right. It's mm-hmm. not working right. It's not functioning right. It's not getting the input it needs, nor the output that has to come out. Mm-hmm. You know, it's in bondage. Mm-hmm. And unless you free that, you can never find true freedom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, unless you give it up, give mm-hmm. it to the Lord. Mm-hmm. And if you can't find some of these people, which I'll tell you straight up, I was not able to find some mm-hmm. of those people. Yeah. I'm not going to look forever for them. Mm-hmm. You know, that's not what God wants you to do. Right. right. But you have an avenue. It's called Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. He can go straight. You can go straight to him with these things mm-hmm. and he will forgive you for them. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, and of course the enemy doesn't want you to think that. He wants you to think like, oh no, you're going to be too embarrassed to go do that. You know, so your flesh takes over and your pride takes over. No, I don't want to admit to what I did wrong. So I'm just going to ask, you know, forgiveness just between me and God and call it good. Mm -hmm. And and I think your shirt right now is perfect. Did you plan on wearing that today? (laughs) Yeah, I did. Okay, it's perfect. So his shirt says fear is a liar. And I think it's so perfect because I feel like everything stems from fear of some sort. Absolutely. No matter how much. You're going to be the most afraid you ever have when mm-hmm. you try and search these people to, mm-hmm. to ask for forgiveness mm-hmm. because you know what they you did to them mm-hmm. you know it mm-hmm. and and the enemy is in there saying oh, yeah. don't do this don't mm-hmm. do this don't do right. this mm-hmm. you have to just plow forward mm-hmm. have to mm-hmm. because you have the you have jesus on your side mm-hmm. your battle's already been won already won yep. okay all you got to do is step up to the plate mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. the game is won mm-hmm. 
So. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's so beautiful. And I, I, I love your story because I think it's like the, the perfect picture of like what he can redeem you from. Absolutely. Like it's the perfect picture of redemption. And yeah, I just, I love that. And I think it's very inspiring. And yeah. so I just, I thank you for sharing it. No problem. I think it's love to be here. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think it was, I like the story too. It was, mm-hmm. it was good. I mean, there's a lot of things. I mean, it's, it's interesting cause you were talking about how, you know, um, well, the biggest thing in my story was I, I, I didn't know it at the time, but I turned into a murderer. Right. Think about it. I mean, I used to, once I realized I was a murderer and once I, I became I became a Christian and started walking the walk with Jesus, here's a little trivia question for you guys. What does Moses, King David, and uh, the Apostle Paul and me all have in common? Answer, we're all murderers. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. You know, they mis- murdered physical people. Mm-hmm. Well, me through my ex-wife, we murdered our child mm-hmm. yeah. for, through, from an abortion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just as responsible for that act as mm-hmm. she is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I know this. God knows this. That's why I've asked her for forgiveness. That's mm-hmm. why I've asked our Lord for forgiveness. Uh-huh. So, mm-hmm. Did people respond well to you? Like when you, I mean, like, cause you, you know, when you call them, when you call them up, when you find them, and you and you call them up, and you and you talk to them, that 90 percent of them don't even remember who I am. Oh, wow, <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So I, as I'm sitting there trying to explain, look, I don't have time for this, and they hang up the phone. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, I tried, wow. you know, and I'll give that to the Lord yeah. too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He didn't want to hear from me, or somebody, mm-hmm. uh, somebody, I'll call up. Hey, do you remember me? Yeah, I remember you. Click. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. So that individual needs to have forgiveness right. too. Mm-hmm. So I forgive that individual mm-hmm. for what they just did to me and for what I did, mm-hmm. and they're holding a grudge. Mm-hmm. I, I, and then the, I also give that grudge to the Lord too mm-hmm. for them because mm-hmm. I know I can't really do that, but right. I'd like to pray for them. Right. Yeah. You know, this person right. is holding a grudge against me, Lord. You know, please, mm-hmm. please remove that from their heart. Right. You know, whether they ever speak to me again, mm-hmm. please remove that from their heart. Right. Well, and I think a lot of times too, like God just wants to see that you're willing, like Abraham with his son. Mm-hmm. Like he just wanted to see that you would do, you know, what it took to Absolutely. please the Lord. Absolutely. You know, so like he saw you trying, you know, and it's like, Absolutely. he's like, okay, you know, like that's, that's what you were supposed to do. Yep. You know, you were just supposed to put it out there, put your heart out there and then try, you know? Yep. Yep. Yeah. And that's what I did to mm-hmm. some, some people you can't get a hold of. Right. You know, they right. just don't exist. Right. I mean, they're mm-hmm. out there. Right. They just probably don't, you know, they're below the radar or right. whatever, right. whatever the saying is nowadays. Right. Um, and you know, you don't need to spend your time forever looking for these people mm-hmm. because that's a crutch as well. Exactly. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So make make sure you you give it a good good effort. Mm-hmm. Give it a very good effort, but put a time limit on it. Mm-hmm. If you don't get a hold of these people by right. this X amount of time, right? Give it to the Lord. Right. Yeah. You know, He'll be happy to take it off your off mm-hmm. your heart. I assure mm-hmm. you, He right. won't exactly. have any problems doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So exactly. Yeah. Cool. I just say it was interesting. Like, see, I didn't know you very well before the men's encounter. I knew you a little bit from being back here in the sound booth and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and I hadn't met you that long before that. I didn't realize you had gone here for a year and a half, oh, yeah. you know. Yeah. But I can tell you that I, I didn't know you very well before then. But I, that what I've seen from you afterwards, I mean, just the fact that I didn't even know much about you before and then afterwards, like you said, you're volunteering for everything. You're just completely on fire for God. Absolutely. It's been amazing to see that. Like, Thank I mean, you. just watch you come back and, and just 
see that God is working in you is, is incredible. Oh, I'm telling you, it's the most amazing thing I've ever experienced in my entire life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you yeah. can tell. I mean, you can mm-hmm. just tell. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, hearing so, your story and then seeing this, I mean, seeing what God has obviously mm-hmm. done in your life and how he's mm-hmm. taking you from the life that you had before. I mean, here you were successful and, and you know, in a business and, and you took that success and, and you you know, use that money for all sorts of things and destroyed other people's lives in the meantime. And then, you know, but your focus obviously wasn't where it should be. And then now it's just, it's, it's crazy. Like just the difference. And, um, you know, my wife said, well, if you're not walking with God, you're building a testimony. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. So Mm -hmm. I was building a testimony for a couple of decades. A good one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, hopefully this will help somebody to learn how to forgive. Mm -hmm. But for the most important thing, my message is trying to tell everybody is learn to forgive yourself first. Mm -hmm. Don't try going out there and trying to forgive somebody and say the words because just going to find that person and saying the words is not going to do a thing for you until your heart is free Mm -hmm. for yourself. You know, exactly. the Lord wants your heart. Mm-hmm. So give your heart to the Lord first, mm-hmm. then go out and clean up the rest of your mm-hmm. heart for the other people you've mm-hmm. done yeah. done mm-hmm. harm to. Yeah. yeah. And that, that kind of, a lot it's, it's kind of sad. Like a lot of people think that like freedom comes from having an abundance of money that you can spend on all these frivolous things, but it's like freedom is in Jesus. And it, and people think that Jesus is some sort of bondage. Like, Oh no, it's all these rules, all these regulations, things you can't do. But it's like, it's the complete opposite because you feel completely free. Your heart is completely free. All those chains are completely broken money and drugs and everything else. Those were the chains, but it's so hard for people to see that sometimes. Exactly. And, and, and speaking of have friends from those times Mm -hmm. that still do still drink, still Mm -hmm. do drugs and stuff like that. And when I go around them and they do that in front of me, it doesn't bother me at all because I know Mm -hmm. I'm free. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, because mm-hmm. that that's the that was the temptation. Mm-hmm. The devil's putting you in front of that again. Mm-hmm. Oh, here, your buddies yep. are doing it. Come on, hook mm-hmm. yourself up. I'm like, don't mm-hmm. need that anymore. Yep. Free, you know, I am free. free. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, so, yeah. You know? And it's not, it's not just the I I have an addictive personality. Mm-hmm. I know I do, but it's not just because I have an addictive personality. It's because I have the grace of God. Exactly. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yep. I think it's it's like when you, I mean, of course you think of him as a father. It's like your father's watching you. You don't want to disappoint him. Yeah. So you're not going to fall into that stuff because you know he's watching you. Mm-hmm. And it's like when that is more important than the temptation, Satan just loses. Yeah, yeah. Just, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. It's like that uh, uh, the devil saw me with my head down and thought he had won until I said amen. Yep. <laughs> oh, I love that. <laughs> so, I love that. Yeah. And he's never going to win in my life again. Mm-hmm. I've got exactly. the Almighty on my side. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know yep. that war is already done before it even starts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is done. Yep. Yeah. Well, cool. So, it's been fun, you guys. Yeah. yeah well, thank again, you. Thank you for sharing, and yeah. and I'm sure this is gonna. You know, so there's there's people that. Well, if there's anybody to. in the church listening to this, if they need to talk, yeah, or mm-hmm. I'm totally available. Come mm-hmm. and see me. Seek yeah. me out. I am mm-hmm. here, and we'll help you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So. And uh, and then just uh, to let everybody know, um, 
the if you have a testimony you want to share i've changed the email or yeah the email address which i i know i covered last episode it's stories of freedom podcast at gmail.com so go ahead and send me an email there if you want to share your testimony or find me or kayla at church yeah. and um, let us know and we will we'll get you on here to to share your testimony so um Look for another one in, in two weeks. And if you haven't liked us on Facebook yet, go like us on Facebook. Um, just go to Facebook and type in Stories of Freedom and you'll find us. And I'm posting all the episodes on there. Not everybody uses a phone, you know, a smartphone where they oh, good. can. I've got a buddy of mine down in San Diego. I'm going to... Good. Send Shoot this down. Cool. To and uh, yeah. I've been working with Noah this last week to get it on the website, so we're just trying to get it formatted right. So nice. it should be on awesome. um, valleycf.org pretty soon. Awesome. So um, just, uh, yeah. But uh, thanks again, James, for sharing. No problem. Thank, Thank you, you, guys. Yeah. Everybody else. Taking the time and doing this, by the way. I'm sure it helps a lot of people. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We, we love having people on here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, All right, well, well, have a good week, guys. Thanks. Yep. You too. Yeah.